0: IVM.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to another week on the IVM Podcast Network. As I mentioned last week, we're going through this COVID 19 outbreak, and because of that, recording schedules, we're trying to keep them, but it's a little uneven at this point in time. Beg your intelligence. While you are stuck at home, I think one thing that might be interesting to do is maybe check out some of the complete series that we've done: The Kulava Cartel, Woody Woodpecker, Cricket Waller Chronicles. These are limited series that are complete. Might be a good time to check out those. Also, want to thank our sponsors this week, HDSC Life and PayTM Money. And with that, let me get you onto your show and uh, stay safe, everyone.
2: Welcome to Absolutely Right. This is your host, Aditi Surana. Every Friday, we pick up a topic that is essential for your personal growth. Today's topic is a survival guide for introverts. Let me rephrase today's topic. A survival guide for three kinds of people. A. All the confused introverts who have been trying to fit in. B. All the full-blown introverts who have given up on the world. And C. All the victims who have struggled to survive with introverts. As a part of my training, I studied a Swiss psychiatrist, Dr. Carl Jung. He is the father of analytical psychology and is relevant for today's conversation because he coined these terms, introvert and extrovert, or extrovert as he called it back in the day. He believed you can't be 100% introvert or 100% extrovert. You're always a mix of both. However, if you're 50-50 on both, then you become an ambivert. I liked his approach so much that I got certified to conduct a psychometric test called MBTI based on Hume's personality model. Really loved it. I meet so many people who are introverts who struggle to survive in the world filled with extroverts. Unfortunately, we live in a world that is designed for extroverts. We go to schools with big classrooms. We are always forced to be part of group discussions. We are supposed to interact. And for an introvert, that is too much of information to process. So in this short survival guide, let me show you three stages to not only survive but to thrive as an introvert. Stage 1. Identify if you are an introvert or not. Introverts have high level of brain stimulations. They have to really work harder to shield themselves from external stimuli. They need to withdraw to recharge their batteries. On the contrary, extroverts feel stimulated by interacting with others. They actively seek interactions to recharge their inner batteries. Basically, one is iOS, another is Android. They appear to be similar, but designed differently. We have attached a worksheet of a short questionnaire and some handwriting strokes to confirm your type. As you are yet to learn how to analyze handwritings completely, I recommend that you do both and take a collective score. Find the link in the description of this episode and you can also download it from my website, aditysarana.com. Stage 2. Embrace it. Accept it. There are two important chemicals found in our brain, dopamine and acetylcholine. Dopamine is like a hit of energy when we take risk or when we meet new people. It makes extroverts feel great. But introverts are more sensitive to dopamine. They get quickly overstimulated. That's why they prefer slow stream of feeling happy when their brains release acetylcholine. That happens when introvert concentrate, read, read, or feel absorbed in an activity. It makes introverts feel relaxed and content. We need to celebrate introverts in the world. They hold power to shake the world in a gentle way. They are essential for the balance. They are yin to the yang in the world. They are the deep thinkers, researchers, poets, writers, scientists, and great business minds. Albert Einstein, Bill Gates, Spielberg, J.K. Rowling, Warren Buffet, Just to name a few. Schedule alone time on your calendar. Spend time alone and allow the chaos of your long day to finally settle. The visual that comes to my mind is a boat passing through a lake, making the water unsettled and muddy. If you leave it alone, the mud settles down and the water becomes clean and clear again. Stage 3. Help others to function around you. Being an introvert, you might find that it is easy for other people to look at you and understand that you want your time out. But that's not true. Sometimes you do require to use words and tell them exactly what you want. Tell them that you require 45 minutes to be on your own. Tell them that you will be back when you are done with your break. We call it time out as a concept. And once you explain this to an extrovert in a calmer manner, When you help them really get with your methods, they're mostly supportive. Mostly they get irritated with you because they have no clue what to do with you. So, take responsibility and communicate what you want them to do. Let me tell you a few things that you can do as an introvert. First, instead of struggling to participate in small talk or even trying to avoid it, you can choose to take a role of a patient listener. Second, schedule alone time in your calendar. I mean it. Actually make an entry and give that dedicated time to yourself. Third, nurture your inner circle. You don't like too many friends, but you love those deep connections. Meeting new people or being friendly with strangers might be exhausting. But meeting your friends that you have nurtured over the years is very, very fulfilling. Four, find activities that demand isolation. Choose swimming or cycling over a Zumba class. Fifth, meditate. Sixth, box breathing, as Stephen Kotler calls it, or pranayam as yoga calls it. Which means you inhale for five counts, hold for five counts, exhale for five counts, and again hold for five counts. As simple as that. Thank you so much for joining me on Absolutely Right. Being an introvert myself, I know it is not easy. I hope this discussion has helped you understand yourself a bit more. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to check out the other interesting podcast on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or IBMPodcasts.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Aditi Surana on Instagram and Facebook. Next week on our Wednesday episode, I will be interviewing Karthi Kair one of the hosts for IBM's podcast, Football Should Ball. Till then, happy writing!
0: Welcome to Peak Planet, a new podcast where we delve into the fallouts of the growth path that we and indeed much of the world has chosen. Sustainable growth is the buzzword. Until we nail that down, we need to ensure that we keep our population healthy and also have the resources for our increasingly urban lifestyles. I'm Karthik Ganesan, a researcher at the Council on Energy, Environment and Water, a Delhi-based policy research institute, and for almost a decade we've been trying to explain and change the use, reuse and misuse of our resources. In the first season of Peak Planet, we take up air pollution, public enemy number one and an invisible one at that. Increasingly the most important risk factor for adverse health outcomes, air pollution has become the most unwanted byproduct for an aggressively growing economy. Over four episodes, we find out how prepared our systems are to deal with this crisis. You can catch the entire first season of Peak Planet out now on the IVM Podcasts app or website or wherever you get your podcast from.
1: Remember the last vacation you took? What about the one you took three years ago? Okay, how much do you really remember? It's a question I've asked myself often over a decade of traveling the world. Hey, I'm Utsav and I do not travel the world for a living. I have a full-time job and responsibilities, but I have made traveling the world a priority. Priority enough that I negotiate extra leave in my job contracts, obsessively track my frequent flyer miles, and I am willing to take off at the sight of a cheap ticket. Yes, I am cheap. I have lived and worked in three countries. I understand human behavior for a living. And these experiences have given me unique insights into places, people and culture. With over a decade of travel behind me, I increasingly realized one thing, that we cannot see everything. So whatever we see, we must see deeply. Because as the film of memory decays, the imprints which will stand the test of time are the ones felt by the immersion of the senses, not by fleeting encounters with them. Postcards from Nowhere is an immersion into the world of slow travel, one story at a time. Tune in every Thursday on the IVM Podcasts app, website or wherever you get your podcasts from.